Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Party Up. I'm, of course, your host, Eric Bigmosh, and with me, Mr. John Donadio. What's up, John? What's going on, man? Nothing much, dude. Nothing much. Uh, having a bit of technical difficulties with today's show, getting started, but we're here doing the damn thing. And uh, also with us, Mr. Juan Gutierrez. What's up, Juan? What's up, dude? <laughs> a little shorter than anticipated. I thought you were going to really extend that one, but uh, nah. <laughs> not this week. That gimmick ran its course. Ah. <laughs> Good it man. wasn't Good over man. with the crowd. <laughs> Good man. I'm glad that you uh, that you've you've come to to learn this about your uh, your shenanigans. But uh, all right, guys, we're here yet again. Uh, I do want to take a quick second to just apologize in advance. Like I said a little earlier, we've been facing a bit of some technical difficulties with today's show, so the quality might not be uh, what you guys are used to. Uh, I mean, it's not fucking fantastic to begin with, so uh, the fact that it might be lesser than usual, uh, I apologize, but we're going to try to fix that in post. We'll see what happens. Um, But we're back, like I said, brand new episode, and we are continuing our conversation from last week all about retro games. Now, last week we hit a couple of cool points. We did our our favorites. We did our most hated, uh, our most favorite randoms. Um, This week, I think I'm going to bring a little bit of a twist to the conversation and uh, ask you guys some interesting matchups when it comes to retro gaming. I'm going to kind of take a page out of John's book and kind of go with more of a versus scenario here. Uh, We'll get to discuss some interesting characters and titles that we've grown to love from the past uh and it'd be great to hear your guys's uh opinions about it and your input um but with us also continuing our conversation from last week with retro gaming we do also have with us yet again our special guest donnie from lost in the drift what's up donnie going on guys good to be back (laughs) glad to have you back man you sound fantastic uh and uh yeah last week was tons of fun man so again thank you so much for joining us this week yet again and continuing our conversation uh how's your week been uh my week's been good i had a a real long weekend of work i had um i do uh i do audio and concert event production so uh, i had a concert at uh, Stony Brook, there was a, a two-dayer, one day of load-in, one day of, uh, of show. I got to see Joey Badass. He was actually insanely impressive. Hip-hop with a full band is like one of my favorite things to watch. It's just nice. so hype, so much fun. 
That's awesome, man. That sounds like a ton of fun. So, all right, cool. Well, we're all here, so we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, I'll take care of official business later on in the show. But all right, guys, like I said, I'm going to do kind of a twist here. We did uh, a couple straightforward answers to straightforward questions last week. Favorites, most hated, most favorite randoms. I'm going to set you guys up with a couple scenarios this week, and it's going to be really interesting to see what sides you guys take and what you guys have to say. So we're going to kind of go, I kind of did this kind of a la WrestleMania setup here because I'm a huge wrestling fan. So we're going to go down the card of matchups and I've put together one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven matchups here. Standard issue card for a pay-per-view event. This is going to be uh, Party Up Presents Retromania. Uh, Clash of the Kings and the Titans here. That's going to be the official, uh, the official title for the show this week. <laughs> I'm about it. Let's do it. So, all right, guys. So, first up, when thinking about retro games, uh, or like oh, just older games that we grew up playing, I'm pretty sure that each one of us here have gone ahead and played GoldenEye. I, I can say that. Uh, I, I can say that that's pretty confident in 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 our gaming history. Now. There's also another game out there that is somewhat similar, and I've played it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, but I want to see what you guys think. The first matchup on the card is GoldenEye versus Perfect Dark. Well, I never played Perfect Dark, so I'm just going to have to default to GoldenEye. Really? You've never played Perfect Dark at all? No. Where, where was that? N64, baby. No, I missed that one. Wow. Oh, that's very surprising. I was super young when I had an N64, so it may have may have missed my radar. But someone tell me about this game because I'm curious because GoldenEye was awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, essentially, GoldenEye was obviously the uh, video game based off of the 007 movie GoldenEye. And you know, we all know what it was. First-person shooter, you got to go work through the missions and basically play through the, the movie itself. The multiplayer was always great when you had friends over. It was it was a classic game. It's probably the title many, many people of our age and of this generation uh, will refer to when it when it comes to their love for first-person shooters. That, that That is it. Perfect Dark more or less came uh, a little bit afterwards. And pretty much the same style of game animation, um, first-person shooter. Um, it was about a organization of secret agents that uh, were... Now, my memory's a bit blurry. I wasn't expecting to have to explain this because I thought all of us have played this game before. But Perfect Dark, <laughs> Perfect Dark basically is where you play an agent... Um, I forgot the organization name, but you, you're, you're going against a intelligence company called Datadyne. And they are basically the, the bad guys, the antagonists of the game. And you are working towards trying to find Datadyne's recent secrets because they've been holding out on technologies and, and things of the sort. So basically as an agent, you're trying to infiltrate them and, and try to get some answers as to what they've been doing because it's, it's more or less a question of saving the world. And as you progress through the game, you find out that Datadyne has actually been interacting with alien life 
uh, obtaining alien weaponry and, and, and things of the sort. And you actually meet one of the aliens and you play through to the end where you uh, basically, you know, you save the world and destroy Datadyne and, you know, retrieve, retrieve everything you need to do. So uh, storyline wise, I thought it was fucking fantastic. Great game. Um, and like I said, it came out just uh, with, within that same era range as GoldenEye, very similar to it. It actually had a callback to GoldenEye in the training modes and on the un- unlockable section of the games because you were actually able to obtain the weaponry uh, through training from the 007 game and use it in the multiplayer aspect of uh, Perfect Dark. So, very similar games, two completely different storylines. Um, so I figured that this, this would be an interesting matchup. Now, Donnie, you said you haven't played it, so I guess you're going to be out of this one. One, have you ever played Perfect Dark? Yeah, I got to play Perfect Dark back in the day on the N64. Um, it never really caught my eye. It was a good game. I remember playing it, again, very young. Uh, but just 007. Just without question, 007 beats it out? Without question, 007. Like, I have, when I got my Xbox, I got the the Rare Replay game with it, so I have Perfect Dark and Perfect Dark Zero, the sequel. Mm, Um, Terrible sequel. I'll probably probably dive into it again, give it, like, a a better playthrough now that I'm older. But from my experience with the game, definitely 007. All right, fair enough, fair enough. This was kind of a uh, hit or miss as far as like the question stuff goes because I, per- Perfect Dark is one of those titles that you could have easily missed, especially being a fan of GoldenEye. A lot of people were just really just dive deep into that pool and never really left as far as first person shooters, especially in that era. So I was taking a gamble, but I- I- I'm gonna have to say honestly, as much as I love 007, um. The fact that I love aliens and they basically combine 007 like graphics, gameplay, and weaponry into a game about fucking aliens, uh, I'm gonna have to say Perfect Dark is is gonna be <laughs> my my not by much. Listen, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "You're fucking crazy." 007 was a classic, but I'm gonna at least say that Perfect Dark just by that tiny tiny bit, just because it's based on aliens. I'll I'll even say that like. I, I I did a quick Google search, and given the fact that Perfect Dark is a is an old Rareware game, it's probably fantastic just based off that alone. Um, <laughs> because I can't think of many bad games that Rareware put out back in the day. Um, yeah. I, and like, like I said, I was I, I read a quick synopsis on it, and like I I want to pick this up on the N sixty four and like pop it in and, and, and play it. I think that I think that would be really cool. I'm I'm interested, but like. There was also a lot of things about GoldenEye that were like super unpolished, so it would be nice to see something along those veins, like a lot like in that same vein of game, like mm-hmm. made by a company by Rareware. It's probably great. Uh, per, per, listen, uh, I'll put it this way: they they put it in their collections. They uh, made it. Uh, they offered it. Uh, actually, have it on uh, Xbox 360 because they had offered it up for free for a little bit. It's like it was one of those call out game, like throwback games. Yeah. Uh, I was you know completely into it back in the day, and I I probably put in as much game time into Perfect Dark as I did with GoldenEye, um, both solo and with friends. Uh, because now it, with GoldenEye, if I'm not mistaken, I think the single player campaign, 
I think you could you couldn't play that as a multiplayer aspect. Am I corrected to say that? I don't remember. Yeah, no, you had co op. You had split screen co op. Co op. Okay, they also had that in Perfect Dark. Yeah, yeah. You you definitely like all the first person shooters back then had like split screen co op because yeah, yeah. And sixty four that was split screen. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, I just wasn't too reminiscent. But yeah, Perfect Dark had that. Like I said, the multiplayer was good. Tons of unlockables. It, it was definitely uh, up there with GoldenEye. And now, John, I know that you're a big gamer. I'm pretty sure you've uh, handled GoldenEye in the past. Have you been one of those players that touched Perfect Dark at all? Yeah, I played both, actually, growing up. What is what is your, your, your two cents on which of the two would be... In a matchup between Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, who would you give the win to here? Well, as as fun as the the Goldeneye like multiplayer was, I was never very good at it. Uh, when um, when Perfect Dark came out, I got a lot better as far as like navigating the 3D because like Goldeneye was super choppy and like really polygony, and I I. I like like I've said before, I couldn't get into that shit. So like, yeah, when Perfect Dark came out, the graphics had advanced a little bit. Um, and uh, it was a little bit easier to navigate, and shooting was a little easier. Uh, but I will also always give it to the girl, like as a as a male feminist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, she was just like a super powerful character. Aliens are awesome; they're always good in the story. Um, and um, you know, fighting like corporation and shit. You know, like James Bond yeah. is James Bond; he'll always be around, and he's. A fucking played out hack, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, but wow. um, okay. Daniel Craig isn't terrible. Daniel Craig sucks. Anyway, <laughs> um, bring back Sean Connery, damn it. Agreed. <laughs> you know, the 1960s. Anyway, uh, plus the books are better. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> they are better. I've read them. No, they're so good, dude. They're, they're great. Ian Fleming is like the greatest. Anyway, he's so funny. Uh, I'm giving it to Perfect Dark. That's what I'm. My man. That, that was the. That Point. Yeah. <laughs> that was the long-winded point. Excellent. That was a long-winded right. point. All right, cool. So, well, Donnie is out. Um, so um, it's going to be a two-to-one setup here. Looks like Perfect Dark is the winner of our first matchup uh, uh, for Retro Mania. So uh, I'm happy with that personally. To be fair, like I'm going to take the initiative to play this game. Like, I want to play this game. You will have to come back another time, maybe another episode where we, we touch on retro uh, games and gaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can come back and let us know how, how you feel about it. Or or let everybody know uh, on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash party up podcast. If anybody out there has played these two games, like I said, very similar, came out around the same time. You know, this is a classic matchup of first-person shooters for that era. Let us know what you think, Donnie. You let us know what you think after you play it. I'm pretty sure you're gonna jo- you're gonna join me and John on this uh, on this parade for Perfect Dark. So, oh yeah, uh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> all right, guys. So next matchup here, um, moving away from the first-person shooting genre, I'm gonna go a little bit into the racing genre. I'm gonna go with the classic. The the game that has lasted longer than almost any other racing franchise, Mario Kart versus F Zero. Oh, <laughs> you, got, uh. you, you sound like you're not too happy to hear F Zero, Donnie. No, I love F Zero, but I also love Mario Kart. Mario Kart was like one of the first games that I had when I got my N sixty four. Dude, I don't even think this is a matchup. Fucking Mario Kart wins every time. <laughs> like, fuck F-Zero. What a shitty game. 
<laughs> but listen, but you have to you have to give F Zero the fact that it's known very widely known. Many people invested in the game yeah, at the time. It has one, it has what two games? Mario Kart has eight. Fucking count the numbers. That is that that is true. <laughs> but listen, it's classic enough where they've brought characters out of that to include in other future games. So yeah, they they felt bad, so they put them in Smash Brothers. Get out of here! Well, listen, Donnie's having an internal issue about this, so it, it's not stupid to him. So obviously, oh. John, so John, I'm going to say you're from Mario Kart. Flying spaceship cars. It's great. Like, right? just, they look so right? cool. You know, you know what the thing is? Like, look, I love, I love, I like Mario Kart. I stopped playing by Double Dash and got back into it. Like. Later on, Mario Kart makes me curse more than any other game in the entire world, but I will still pick that over F-Zero, which is a flaming piece of garbage compared to <laughs> Mario Kart. Juan, what do you have to say about this setup? Listen, I will, I'm will. i going to give it to Mario Kart, but I love F-Zero, one of, one of my favorite racing games, and I, I'm not really a big racing game, if anything. <laughs> like I'm big Sports games, fighting games, and racing games are not really my big thing, but I'll, I will always play Mario Kart. F Zero's great. Just for shits and giggles, I'll mention Kirby Air Ride because that game was fantastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's funny that John brought up Double Dash because that's probably the greatest Mario Kart ever. Yeah, I stopped playing by Double Dash. Oh my I, god! I couldn't play get, Double, I, Dash, Double Dash. Me and my cousin played yeah, Double no, Dash for hours. Okay, Double Dash all, was great. I played. <laughs> I still played all of them, but I I would I would be worse than a sailor. Like I cursed like a pirate. Like I. I it just transformed like I, I curse like a sailor's mother at that point. Like it was just awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In like Mario Kart sixty four, like the way those items, the way the items drop is like I, it, I predict it every time. It's just yeah. like, oh, cool, I'm in first. Like I guarantee sixth place gets a blue shell right now. And sure enough, thirty seconds later, <laughs> it was blue shell. It's just like it's like it, it yeah it's very obvious in in 64 these like when i go back and play it like how they're like no we don't want you to win especially at like 150 cc they like do every they throw everything at you it's crazy yeah. i think one of the i think one of the most frustrating things about mario kart double dash was trying to play uh with a friend and not just playing like against them but like mm. your friend being the second person on the car oh that was the best part <laughs> so fucking frustrating yeah, no well, one ever listened ever. Nope. Uh, me and my cousin, we we we, we agreed. Like, he was better at driving. I was better at shooting. It was just like agreed. Like, <laughs> I got no in fact. Like all right, this is how we do it. And we like ran through that game. It was so much fun. And like one summer, we 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 like perfected everything. That like 150 on like the whole all the cups. It was so much fun. Double dash. How to test real friendship. It shows that F Zero is garbage because you have nothing to say about F Zero. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I played F Zero. Uh, I don't even. I played F. I had like a F Zero game that I liked playing because, again, spaceship cars. That's like, probably if GX. You really want to boil it down, like Mario Kart's a better game. It's definitely have lasting power. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like F Zero. F Zero didn't have anything like Rainbow Road. You no. know, like the, that classic map everybody knows about. You know, like. Yep. I'm sorry. Everybody's still like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, it's uh, unanimous because I'm. I, I listen. I just paired it up because I'm going with, you know, what I'm saying retro titles that can be somewhat of a matchup here. And the only real other contender next to Mario Kart, I would have to say, is F Zero because a lot of people invested in the game, and it's a title that when you when someone mentions, you go, "Holy shit! Yeah, I remember playing that game." Yeah, but. Cruiser- 
you matched it up like it was Hulk Hogan versus Rey Mysterio. Like <laughs> Rey Mysterio wins every listen, time. What are you listen, talking about? listen to me. Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Rey Mysterio has done some phenomenal things in the wrestling business and has defeated many, many people that are way bigger than him. So yeah, no, 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 that wasn't my point. My point is, is that everyone knows who Hogan is, and not everyone knows who Rey Mysterio is. That's, yeah, that's but Hogan's all. kind of a racist, and Rey Mysterio isn't. So I mean, I don't that's know. That's because he's already right. one of those racists. But then that again, listen. Fun. <laughs> Mario Kart has the racist, you know, Italian guy in it. So exactly. Or, so See, there, listen, there you go. Let's just <laughs> settle this debate. The greatest driving game ever was Ridge Racer for the PS One. That's it. <laughs> Y'all forgetting about Cruising World that USA that too? Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Next item on the list. All right, guys. <laughs> moving forward, uh, we're gonna go uh, a little offbeat here. We're going to go with... Now, this was originally set up as a three-way match, but you know what? I decided to take one of the characters off because uh, I, it just... I didn't feel it would be fair. So, uh, we are looking now at Banjo-Kazooie Ooh. versus Crash Bandicoot. Banjo-Kazooie. Wow, that was Are you really out quick. of your mind? Banjo Crash Bandicoot. Okay, okay, but which Crash Bandicoot are you talking about? Because if we're talking about Crash Bandicoot 1 and Banjo 1, Banjo 1. However, Crash 3 is... You know, I'm kind of curious who the third game. person was. Uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> exactly. But see, that's why I took him out, because everyone's like, oh, fuck Donkey Kong. Fuck Donkey Kong. But... Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm not... I'm, are we talking about, like, Donkey Kong 64 Donkey Kong? No, no we're, we're, we're just talking about a series in general. Oh, well, yeah, I no, mean, the, if, if, you're, if you gotta Donkey look, Kong. you gotta look to, you gotta look because there's Donkey Kong Country from Super Nintendo, which is not the same like format as ever. Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Very Kong true. 64 was much more similar. Well, I should say Banjo Kazooie was more of a rip of that style from Donkey Kong 64, and Crash Bandicoot was Sony's more or less answer to that type of game. So I figured, you know what? Let me just pick one of the Nintendo characters here. And let it be Banjo Kazooie versus Crash Bandicoot because you know that they they are uh, I don't want to say lesser known, but when you put them up next to Donkey Kong, uh, three out of four is gonna go with Donkey Kong. So I took him out of the match. He's the he's the special guest referee in this matchup here. <laughs> that's that's how it's gonna I, I, come. I down think to. he's more of a running, which okay. means he knocks out the other two and takes the belt for himself. I got it. Okay, <laughs> but we gotta straight get some straight Smash answers here. Hold on. So so far, Donnie just right off the bat went Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, if you're gonna say like like Banjo one and like Crash one, I'm gonna say Banjo. Okay. So we got one for Banjo one. You're going with Crash Bandicoot here. Absolutely. Uh, Crash Bandicoot as a franchise is so much better than both. Because I'm pretty sure Banjo Kazooie only had two games. Wow. Uh, You're putting it. You're putting putting Crash Bandicoot over Donkey Kong as well. Yeah, it's Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. Yeah, it's only two games in the series. Yeah, yeah that is and true. Crash Bandicoot had three in a car like, racing game. It's garbage. <laughs> John, you're going to be the. Uh, uh, you need a vote here. No, 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 no. I refuse to take part in this one. Fuck these two. <laughs> what? You can't do that. <laughs> They're both terrible. How are they? But whoa, hold on. How are they both terrible? They're First, both awful. They're no, both you're, the you're worst. fucking awful. You are the worst. The fact that the fact that. PlayStation thinks they can bring back Banjo Kazooie. I mean, uh, Crash Bandicoot is fucking beyond me. And Banjo Kazooie didn't even merit anything afterwards that they made ukulele instead. 
Oh uh, yeah, that is the right. They, guys. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> well, uh, you actually again the the rare replay that I got with my Xbox also has Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie in it. It also has Viva Pinata. Viva, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> if I'm going to be the deciding by their factor, own absolutely. <laughs> if I'm going to be the deciding factor here, oh man, they uh, both lose. It's a double knockout. Double double KO, both, dude. All you, ha- all you have to mention is Crash Team Racing, and that's it. It's over. Oh, it's still fun. Yeah, that was garbage. You guys, you guys are the worst. <laughs> Crash Team Racing was a garbage. All right, Mister Retro Elitist over here. <laughs> I'm just saying, the retro snob in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> the netbeard. Both franchises are terrible. <laughs> I'm sure the Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that this brawl has spilled out into the arena, causing for the double countout, uh, and we don't have a decisive winner here because I I, I can't I can't make I, I can't make a, a vote here, breaking tie vote here. I I like both honestly, and as odd as Banjo Kazooie was at the time. Uh, I mean, shit, both of them were odd, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing both games, uh, and really have me personally nothing really bad to say about them. Um, granted, Crash Bandicoot did go on to be a more successful franchise than Banjo Kazooie, but, uh, we're looking at the, 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 the beginnings of these two characters. Um, I'm gonna say double KO here, no winner to be declared. They will come back to, at a future pay-per-view to face off in a steel cage. Um, so, all right. Um, all right. Now we're going to get into some uh, some more interesting matchups here. Um, let's see. We got the – that's the third uh, 1v1. Okay. Last direct matchup here. 1v1 situation. We're talking Earthworm Jim versus Vector Man. And the crowd goes silent. Uh, I, have, I have no idea who the hell Vector Man is. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with Juan, to be honest. Are you fucking kidding me? John, please tell me you know who Vector Man is. Of course. That's no contest. Uh, Earthworm Jim. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you to be fair, Vector Man was on the Genesis. So I like I... Vector Man, but Earthworm Jim. So was Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim was on a, had a Genesis title. Did it? I don't remember. He also had yeah. his own cartoon show. Yes, he did. Actually, yes, he did. Uh, and and comic Vector, books. Vector I think. Man was was like a it was a Sega Genesis like All Star, and, and Earthworm Jim was more Super Nintendo. But then he got on Sega. Um, they they made him an open platform, uh, and then Earthworm Jim two came out, and he was on both. And then Earthworm Jim got a cartoon show on the WB. Uh, but Earthworm Jim is a hilarious story driven action adventure fucking amazing game and vector yeah, man game was great a, a, a pile of balls i mean like literally that's what he was he was, yeah, a no, pile exactly of balls. What he was. and he shot yeah. out electricity and all Wait, that was he uh, yeah was he that really weird looking thing that was in sega all-star tennis that was a game. Uh, yeah, I don't see yeah, it was that. a game. <laughs> You're sitting here asking what Vector Man is. I'm sitting here being like, what the fuck is Sega All-Star Tennis? <laughs> <laughs> this obscure piece of shit game. Is, was he yeah, in that? The, wow. that no, I don't that's know what exactly kind of ghetto it. shit it a, you're into. It was a into. very terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that the shitty Sega version of Mario Tennis? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jesus Except Christ. it came before Mario Tennis. Yeah, it was the predecessor. Well, I'm, I'm honestly like... 
I'm really shocked. Like, I can understand Donnie not playing, like, Perfect Dark. I can understand someone being like, oh, I, I know the game. I've never actually played I get that. But how do you not know who Vector Man is? Like, you should have done was... Earthworm Jim versus Booger Man. That's who you should have Oh, that was, you know what? Uh, there was another, there was a couple of options here as far as who I would put him against. And then I was like, you know what? Let me put him against, like, the really, like, just bare bones version of what he what that style of game he was in yeah and it, uh, it came down the vector man but yeah booger man that was another <laughs> that was yeah. a great, that was a good one but yeah dude vector man like honestly wasn't that like the one of the very first games that came out with genesis like i i don't understand how you guys never played this fucking game it, listen, i didn't have a gen i didn't have a genesis yeah that's a that's a surprise oh. to me wow I don't, I don't understand. I don't know who you guys are anymore. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> I, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here right, and being well, like, Earthworm Man is fucking amazing. Yeah. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. No, Earthworm Jim will, will win it, but, uh, you know, by TKO completely, but I'm not sitting here saying Vector Man is great, but. I mean, Vector Man and Boogie Man, Booger Man versus Earthworm Jim and Earthworm Jim still wins. So, I mean. Oh, and, and, and yeah, if we put Booger Man yeah, and Vector like, Man in like a 2v1 two one, two, like, two nah, two nah, handicap done. match against Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim still wins. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. We're going to go on with that. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, one, two, three. Okay. Next up, we're going triple threat, ladies and gentlemen. Triple threat match. We have... <laughs> We have now. Uh, I know you guys are going to bring up a specific point, but I want to see what you guys have to say as them separately. Battletoads versus Double Dragon versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's not you fair. Cannot, None you of that. cannot, you cannot put the Battletoads Double Dragon game as them as them being together as, in any way, shape, or form in this matchup. Pretend that 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 matchup never happened independently. Battletoads, Double Dragons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Go. That's weird because it's a four on three on two. And so Double Dragons automatically probably beat the shit. Yeah, because you have radioactive <laughs> turtles. Like, I'm pretty sure they beat two small humans from the forest. But, they, but they're fucking... Yeah. Dude, they're, they're like kung fu masters. Like, yeah, so the, but... yeah, but so are the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. I uh, would you put them on the same level of martial arts knowledge? Because I would J I judging would say by that... like canonical story elements with Master Splinter, absolutely. <laughs> Splinter okay. is supposed to be like some some like martial arts like super master, and he trained them. So I I would I would say yes. Okay, so and you guys think, are automatically I, I, saying I that they get beat the fuck out of. Double Dragon does. I think Ooh, Double Dragon have a really good like fight, and I don't know. That's tough. Juan, any input here? Uh, I'd say Double Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> Do you say what? Double Dragon to win it? No, no, no. Double Dragon. I'd say Double Dragon beats out Battletoads. No way. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to win it all. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, I want to say the Turtles would take it, but I think like, the only other person that could is Battletoads. There's no way Double Dragon is winning this. Not no, <laughs> Double Dragon would get their ass kicked. I, yeah, done. I, yeah, I in think, a second. Here's the thing. I think that um, as much as I love the Turtles and, you know, growing up with the Turtles and thinking that they're, like, super badass and everything, 
I feel like the the Battletoads are like street fighters, and they're more like disciplined as far as like uh, their attitude towards fighting goes. Whereas the Turtles are just sort of like, oh fuck it, you know, uh, we're just party dudes, you know, like we're just gonna beat them up and eat the pizza and go home. But like Battletoads would come in there serious with like some chains and some shit, and they like just beat the fuck out of the Turtles. <laughs> I'm going with Battletoads. <laughs> John's going with Battletoads to win the triple threat. Donnie, yeah. what do you think? I'm sticking with the Turtles. I'm counting, I'm, counting on a, I'm counting on a run-in from, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but the kid, with the guy with the hockey mask, I can't remember his name right now. Casey Jones. Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm counting on a run-in from Casey Jones to uh, to give him the up. All right. Yeah, but dude, this could go, this could go like a, a whole different thing. This could be like, Interruption City, you know. What oh, I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. And I listen. Fucking- I, I said let's not let's not discuss the uh, the mashup. But if if let's let's say that you know what because it is it, it has happened and that they've mashed up the, the you know Double Dragon with Battletoads. What what if we see Double Dragon team up with the Battletoads to take out the Turtles? That w- I I think that would probably be a smarter move on Double Dragon's side. Yeah, but- I think they'd still the Double Dragon would still be the first ones out, so it would not yeah. matter. You know what I'd like to see is street sharks run in and start beating the turtles up. Yeah, see if you would have said street sharks, you know street what? Sharks win the if whole thing. Going, if we're going, if we're going that route, then let's get you know motorcycle. Uh, the what the fuck is their name? The biker Mike from Mars. Yes, the b- biker mice from, uh, <laughs> from yeah, Mars. biker mice from Mars. They come in <laughs> and start. Oh, they're on the turtle shark. side. Well, let, let's you know what? Let's throw in the SWAT cats. Why don't we? What the? Uh, let's do it. Let's <laughs> fucking throw in the SWAT cats. Video game ma- matchup to a <laughs> fucking animated matchup. All the all the run-ins, all the run-ins, all the run-ins. Can <laughs> completely overflow this. This is gonna turn into like a Royal Rumble. I should you know, oh, it, yeah, they, <laughs> it's Samurai like, Pizza Cats, the SWAT cats, Yosaki Ojimbo. The fucking top hat cat and secret squirrel. Let's throw him in there. (laughs) 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 Fucking Morocco gets thrown in there like a fucking midget. Quick draw McGraw. Oh, El Cabong. Yeah, El Cabong comes swinging. Fuck it. El Cabong. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So good. Oh, my God. What the fuck? No, but I think if if it's just the three, if it's just the the two (laughs) threat match. How the fuck did that happen? I'm going back. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm 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 sticking I'm sticking with the turtles. All right, so we got one for Battletoads, we got one for turtles. One, would you say again? I said the turtles before. You said turtles, two for turtles. Oh man, I mean, I break. He's <laughs> <laughs> got out of hand real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about all the random, ad- just animated characters that would just be like <laughs> pouring out of the locker room for this. Like Scoob, let's get out of here. <laughs> I didn't even catch a darkwing duck. <laughs> Fucking, oh like, my man, god. man, we're gonna be overthrown. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it would be appropriate for Scooby-Doo to show up, because they do that those stupid WWE Scooby-Doo mashup movies, like, every two months. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, they probably could hold themselves. Yeah, I mean, well, at that point, they would actually bring in real wrestlers to come in, Ooh. and then, then it'd be real Royal Rumble style. <laughs> John Cena's gonna, gonna throw a bowler, this, like the one from Indiana Jones, just across the canyon. Really I mean, there, awesome. are pl- there are plenty of wrestling games from back in the day. So. Oh, absolutely. Which were all phenomenal. Every yes. single one. Yes. I tried to avoid wrestling games, though, because this is a wrestling format. 
So I was like, yeah. I didn't want to go with the obvious stuff. But let's be honest, uh, WWE No Mercy, hands down, best wrestling game fucking ever. No Mercy so, was the greatest fucking yes, game ever. Created. Fucking yes, absolutely. Fucking fight My me. My favorite wrestling game of all time. <laughs> I just sit there uh, and taunt until my whole meter went up and just fucking yeah. destroy. That was the <laughs> only game that I ever got so mad at one of my friends that I threw my controller right at his head because oh he was about to fucking, he was like down in health, like really down, and I caught my special, but he kept blocking me. Every move, he kept blocking me, <laughs> and he he had beat me. That was the 13th time we were playing each other. He beat me 12 times in a row because he kept blocking <laughs> me and blocking me and cheesing me out. I was like, you son of a bitch, and finally on the 13th time, I had gotten my special. His health was low. And somehow he blocked and countered my <laughs> special with his special from being from having barely any health left. And he fucking pinned me. And I just I didn't even say anything. I went, son of a bitch. And I fucking boomerang my 64 <laughs> controller right at his fucking head. And I felt yeah, so bad too. afterwards. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. Me, me and my buddy Dave used to play No Mercy for hours. We made... Because we had, like, this small-time, like, I, and by small-time, I mean the smallest of time uh, wrestling league with all of our friends. Uh, <laughs> and so we made our, like, own characters. We made them in the game, and we would do Royal Rumble, and we'd be the only two standing by the end of it. We'd have, like, 60 <laughs> guys in there. <laughs> Ooh, ridiculous. Right. So let's see. Yeah, all right. right. So the uh, the triple threat has now turned into a uh, 60-man Royal Rumble. Right, exactly. Free-for-all. <laughs> Free-for-all. All video game and all types of cartoon yeah. characters. And, uh, and for some reason, Bam Bam from the Flintstones is victorious in the last man standing. Oh, so. How did we forget Hong Kong Fui? Uh, oh, that's it. Never mind. Yeah, Hon- never mind. He comes out of nowhere, karate chops Bam Bam in the neck and calls it a win. There you go. So between Battletoads Double Dragon and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hong Kong Fui is the winner. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, there you go. All right. Fantastic. And the crowd marks out. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys. So. All right. Hong Kong Fui, right. bro. Hong Kong fucking fooey. All right, I got two. You all sound like Terminator right now, and I'm getting really upset. (laughs) Tactical difficulties. Yay. Your clothes. Give them to me. (laughs) All right, guys. I got two two final matchups here, and uh, they are bigger than all the rest. Uh, We have now, we're moving on to a uh, fatal four-way. For the fighting game championship of the world, we are in one corner. We have Shaq Fu. In the other corner, we have Pit Fighter. In the other corner, we have Clay Fighter. And in the final corner, we have, drumroll, Street Fighter the movie, the game. <laughs> fuck you. Jesus fucking Christ. Hold on a second. I want to talk about Street Fighter the movie, the game, really quick. Fun fact about Street Fighter the movie, the game it's not even built on a Street Fighter engine, it is built on the Mortal Kombat engine. Yes, it is. And I just, I don't understand it. <laughs> it's terrible and loses, number one. 
It's 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 Shaq Fu, Pit Fighter, Clay Fighter, and Street Fighter. The movie, the game. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. This is a this is a a really tough fight between uh, Shaq Fu and Clay Fighter for me. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to go ahead and, and just give it to Clay Fighter now. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my God. But the um, fact that you mentioned Street Fighter, the movie, the game is just. Yeah. Right? Go, go home. Go right. home. You're drunk. <laughs> I had to dig deep for that one because I was like, That's yo, really I, need, I need to put terrible fucking fighting games together. Like, how can we not touch on fighters? From the retro era, and I was like, I'm not gonna even pick good ones. I gotta pick sh- the most shitty, terrible ones I could think of. And Clay Fighter was like the first one I thought of. Then it was Shaq Fu because God, who, what kind of youth, youth did you have? What kind of gr- growing up did you experience without Shaq Fu? They just and- they uh, they announced <laughs> that they were remaking it. They're, they're actually remaking it now. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Yeah, the, it's oh coming to the God. Nintendo Switch also. <laughs> Not even joking. Because <laughs> what else does the Switch have? Oh my God! Wow. And then, of course, you know, I could have easily went with Myrtle Combat, but you know, it, that's obvious. And and uh, many people, though, the transition from the early systems for the first Myrtle Combat was a bit rough. Uh, I, I can't even put it in the same category as these. So let's go with the predecessor of Pit Fighter and, <laughs> and the after effect of the Mortal Kombat engine, Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Um, Juan's going Clay Fighter. Uh, John, you're having some type of internal struggle between Shaq Fu and, and Clay Fighter. Yeah, cause like, yeah. okay, so here's the thing. The other two are gar- total garbage. The- <laughs> Uh, but but Shaq Fu kind of like holds, even though it was a shitty game. There's something about Shaq Fu that like I feel like anyone that's ever played it knows. Uh, they just they just somehow hold it near and dear to their heart, even though it's a shitty, terrible game. Um, but I, but I had so many fun hours playing Clay Fighter with my family and friends because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with Clay Fighter. All right, that's two for Clay Fighter. Donnie, who are you going to give this matchup to? Clay Fighter, 100%. Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Out of these, I'm giving it to Clay Fighter as well. It's a clean sweep. Clay Fighter wins yeah. the fu- yeah. Retro Fighting Game Championship of the World. That's it. Clay Fighter is the ultimate winner here. <laughs> All right, what do we got for the main event? All right. The main event. Now, it's not very often that people sit here and discuss the bosses from retro games. Like, yeah, you'll do your best and your worst and shit like that. But let's really look at the bigger picture here and let's make it for the the ultimate evil, the the just the, the top bad guy championship here. So the ultimate boss now. I went ahead and I and I, I stuck mainly with Nintendo because granted a lot of other companies came around with really really iconic bosses and really really cool ones. I think Nintendo bosses uh have lasted probably the longest uh when when we think about our uh retro gaming. So we've gone ahead and I've I've gone ahead and put together this list. It is a fatal five way 
for the bad guy heavyweight championship of the universe. It is Bowser versus King K. Rule versus Andros, mad scientist Andros, versus Ganon versus Mother Brain. Mother Brain. Wow. Yeah, that was my first Easy as shit. Too. Mother Easy. Brain really? as shit. Yep. Wow. Yeah, Mother Brain. It, you guys are all easily going to just give it to Mother Brain. I got to hear why. I got to. Uh, John, please. You're the first one to respond. Why Mother Brain? Uh, okay, this, this one was only easy for me because uh, when I think about what each of them wanted, Mother Brain wanted to destroy or control the entire universe, which is evil shit. It wasn't just a planet or a town or a princess. It was just a fucking universe. Okay. So her, her, her level of evil is just above all, you think, Mother Brain. And, and, and the level of influence that Mother Brain has like, right, over exactly. like, alien life forms and shit is like, massive. So like, it, it has like, almost like an unlimited supply of just army and firepower. And okay. Bowser is like a turtle with spikes on his, on, on his shell. King K. Rule is a dumb reptile. <laughs> and Andros, let's face it, like, isn't exactly terrifying. Okay, okay, fair enough. Like, don't get me wrong, Ganon, Ganon is hardcore. But when it came down, when it comes down to it, uh, you know he's not, you know he's he's trying to take over, you know Hyrule, and that's really it. Th- those are his goals. Like that's yeah. it. He's all he's done. And all the other contenders are like single people, and like I said, Mother Brain has control over like so many things. So it's not just one uh, uh, character or person. It's like multiple things that she has in her ar- uh, in her arsenal. Okay. All right. One. What do you have to say about your choice? You also picked Mother Brain. Uh, for me, I'd have to say, in terms of uh, most enjoyable adventure to get to the boss, would automatically be Mother Brain and Ganon. But overall, in terms of difficulty, I give it to Mother Brain. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I poured a ton of time into this trip. That's not an, uh, an expected uh, a series of answers. I really thought this this was going to go a little longer than that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Bowser's super iconic. Granted, he's not the most difficult, but he's definitely, you know, up there. If we're going, like, most badass slash evil of all time, then that's why I, I got, you know, I got to give it to Mother Brain. I feel like, you know, again, the other ones aren't... <laughs> Like Ganon's here's, like here's, super- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so Bowser. Okay, I, I get it. King K. Rule, obviously in there just for the humor of it, because fucking right, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You 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 boxed him in '64. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His, <laughs> his, <laughs> that's that's what you did. Andros, gigantic human monkey space face. You know, uh, not necessarily the, the most difficult of bosses, um, though. In, though in Star Fox, you know, in in, in general, was very enjoyable. Um, so you know, I <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, <laughs> I personally have to put it to put it against. It's Ganon and Mother Brain for my top two main contenders here in this matchup. Now, the thing for me is, granted, yes, Mother Brain, as far as uh, her uh, level of just sinister evil influence and and everything of the sort, and and the game itself to get to her, I I think is, you know what I'm saying, is is definitely up there. But Ganon, like, I'll put it this way, okay, Ganon, no matter how much you've try to defeat him 
he just keeps coming back and keeps coming back and keeps coming back. It hasn't been the same thing after Super Metroid, has it? Mother Brain has not been the main antagonist for the future Samus games, has it? Because I haven't played much of the 3D stuff when it comes to, to Metroid. I never actually beat Metroid Prime. That game was, oh my god. Really? I never, I never beat it. As a kid, it was so frustrating, and now I just haven't had time to go back and actually beat it. Well, so, I mean, and when you look at the longevity of of the franchise, I mean, has has Mother Brain always been the constant here? Has uh, that always been like the boss to beat? As far as I know, um, she has been. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's like the main antagonist throughout all of them. Um, she was in Metroid, Super Metroid, Metroid Zero Mission, Metroid Other M. Um, so really all the ones that matter and are good. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, she was the main antagonist in the Mega Man anime. Really? Oh, wow. Now, okay, now these resurrections of Mother Brain, has it been, has, has all her previous, uh, versions been, what, clones? I think, I think from, from Metro, from th- the earlier things, I th- believe the story was that the first time you fought her and beat her, it was a clone of her, and then in Super Metroid, you actually defeated Mother Brain. But I don't know how the story progressed after that. I know that, like, she's mentioned in the other Metroid, like the Metroid Prime games, um, but I don't... I think... I know she, I know she wasn't in Prime. She was mentioned a lot. But I think Prime also takes place in between Metroid and Super Metroid, I think. Um, like, timeline-wise. Time timeline-wise, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she's also back in then like Metroid Other M, which was the, the another 3D version. Was uh, that the Hunter one? The one where you could like be different hunters or some shit? I don't remember. That but then she shows up in Smash Brothers. Not good at all. So. <laughs> but either way, she just, she, t- there's two, maybe three definite known incarnations of Mother Brain. All yeah. being the same one throughout the series. Like, don't get me, like, don't get me uh, wrong. Like, Ganon's a, a good, you know, blast, but like, when it comes down to it, he's taking over, uh, you know, Hyrule, which has what? Like, honestly, 80 people in it? Like, I don't really, like, how many people do you run into it? <laughs> and, and listen, and not even that, like, just in general, Ganon himself, the only reason he keeps coming back is, well, well for one, without the Triforce of Power, he's, he's just another regular Gerudo. And technically, it's like not all the else. same links either, so it can't be all the same Ganons. You know what I mean? Like, it's all different. Well, no, it's all, it's all, well, it's it's not always the same link, and it's not always the same Ganon. They're just descendants, like they got reborn into the thing. The only reason he comes back to power and keeps trying to take is because he's the descendant of Demise. No, I was think, like the great evil king. I thought no, I think, and I the think reason, it is the same Ganon, isn't it? Is it because no. technically, technically, you keep sealing him away, and then well, no, years the later, only, like, years pass, and then he gets. He's free only again. it's only the same Ganon. It's only the same Ganon in uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Hmm, interesting. All things considered, uh, I was gonna give it to Ganon, but that's mainly because I I'm not too familiar with the future history of Mother Brain. But if she's always the antagonist here, uh, then I would have to say, then yeah, I'll have to agree with you guys and say Mother Brain is gonna be top dog in the yard and uh, be the uh, be the most evil boss 
in gaming existence. She takes away the universal championship of uh of bad guys. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you know what? I I completely to be honest, I didn't think that was gonna be that easy of a decision. I thought that it would have been more of a, a toss up between at least Ganon and Mother Brain. At least you know what I'm saying? Like at least you guys would have been like, yeah. Oh wait, no, Ganon and this, but no, you guys just the minute you finished, we all were just like Mother Brain. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well. that was the first thing I thought of. Even before, like before, right, right before John spoke, I was, I would thought about all of it. I was just like, Mother Brain. Like, yeah. Like, is. I, yeah. <laughs> all right. Those are rookie picks. You got to yeah. pick up your numbers. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, next time we have a discussion, I'm going to keep note of the winners from this time, and then we'll put them up against uh, some future opponents that. Uh, we can discuss at a later time, but all right, guys, that's going to be it. I mean, I put together a few matchups here, a couple of them pretty interesting. Some of them were pretty one-sided. Uh, it's interesting to me that we had the most debate on the shittiest fighting game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right. So we're going to declare the winners of the pay-per-view. We have Perfect Dark winning uh, first-person shooter. We have Mario Kart winning in the racing division. We have a, a double count-out uh, between Banjo and Crash. No winner there. So they will be facing <laughs> off again in the future, possibly with other opponents in the steel cage. Um, between the triple threat match, Battletoads, Double Dragon, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we have a surprise winner after it breaks out into a 60-man <laughs> all-out Royal Rumble. Hong Kong Fooey is the victor. Uh <laughs> <laughs> then we have Earthworm Jim versus Vector Man. Earthworm Jim to be victorious. We have Clay Fighter as the fighting game champion. And then we have Mother Brain as the most evil badass bitch in the entire universe, taking away the villain's universal title. So, all right, guys, that's going to be it for Retromania, brother. Can we just, can we just really quick? Name it the Mike Tyson's Punch Out Surprise Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <That's> Amazing. So <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to be it for the show then. Uh, I'm glad we got to go through these matchups. I'm glad that we got to talk a little more about retro gaming and some of our uh, favorite characters from the past. Donnie, thank you again so much, man, for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure having you. And uh, it, the next time we do retro gaming on the show, I'll be more than happy to throw that invite your way if you're willing to come back on the show. I will come back anytime you ask me. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, guys. So that's going to be it for us. Uh, don't forget that if you want to be part of the conversation, hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash party up podcast. You can, of course, go ahead and follow the entire network by finding us, uh, finding us on social media, Instagram, Twitter at Big Mosh Podcast. If you like what you heard today, you like what you hear any other time on any other show, make sure you take that extra step in supporting us, uh, by visiting patreon.com 
patreon.com slash podcast. You can become a direct supporter of the entire network for as little as a dollar a month. And, of course, we want to go ahead and throw a big shout-out to our sponsors at The Northern Co. For everybody out there that's huge into skateboarding, co-owner Steve Fletch brings you 500 Fahrenheit each and every Thursday night. Uh, that's a podcast where he sits with uh, a bunch of different guests, interviews them about the skateboarding world and the ins and out of what's happening. And he's been nice enough to align him, himself and his company, The Northern Co., with us here at the uh, podcast network. And he offers 15% off on any deck purchase through thenorthernco.com. Visit thenorthernco.com for skating merchandise, T-shirts, videos, skate decks. And upon checkout, if you pick anything up, make sure you use the promo code 500F. That will give you 15% off. And you will not only be supporting small business, but you will be supporting us here at the network because a part of those proceeds do come back to us to help us continue doing what we do each and every week. Uh, as far as all the official stuff goes, that's pretty much it. John, I know you got to run while we wrap it up. Well, how can people stay in touch with you and the people at Gamer Assault? Uh, GamerAssaultWeekly.com is where you can find news every day, uh, along with editorials and reviews, and you can see us stream and all that other crap. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the social media at SomeBeardy2Love. That's the number two, not spelled out. Awesome. Thanks, man. And then as far as you go, Juan, how can people stay up to date with your shenanigans? As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Another One Dead and on PlayStation Network and uh, Xbox Live at Another One Dead. Excellent. And Donnie, our special guest from Lost in Adrift. How about you, man? How can people stay in touch with you, your your music? I know you got a new album coming out. What's uh what are the deets on that? You can uh you can follow me at um Lost in Adrift NY or just Lost in Adrift on all social media, Facebook, uh Twitter, Instagram, uh all that stuff. Uh feel free to add me, talk to me about games, come to a show, come hang out. Awesome. All right, guys. So that's going to be it. I have been your host, Big Mosh. For John, Juan, and our special guest, Donnie, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We will be back next week with a brand new showcase of Party Up. See you then, guys. Peace. Over.